There are some cultural touchstones out there for which it's only necessary in a practical way, I suppose, to know the barest bones about them. Waiting for Godot is one of those touchstones. Beckett's play is about two characters who are waiting for the aforenamed and aforementioned Godot, who never actually shows up on stage. And I suppose you can infer from that lack of action that, um, you know, life is full of futility and oftentimes things that you, that hope to accomplish don't ever accomplish for a, a number of reasons that aren't particularly knowable. And I'm going to use that, um, cultural touchstone as a way of framing this frustrating last few days in the winery. The last thing we have to do, the last thing that separates my wine from the lips and the palate and the stomach of those who like my wines is to get them in the freaking goddamn bottle. You would think it would be simple. It is not simple. All aspects of the wine business require attention and they require care and they require the right equipment if you're doing them on any sort of scale at all. And where we work in a larger winery, uh, the equipment there is geared toward larger lots of wine than we normally do. This past week, a bottling line, which we sort of have, if not exclusive access to, it's the only bottling we're really allowed to use, given our volumes. And it has been unmoving, unworking, unbottling, intransigent, ill-tempered for the last couple of months. We do not make any money in the wine business if we do not have wine to sell. And we can only have wine to sell if it actually gets into the bottle. And so this has been very frustrating the last couple of months. We've tried to bring in mobile bottling lines to uh, bridge the gap between the line not working and the line finally working. And that worked out disastrously. And then we finally got the line back up and running and had similar problems with the line, uh, with the white wine, as we had with the mobile bottling line. Until we finally were able to get our premier Cabernet from 2019 bottled. It took hours, hours and hours and hours. A run of roughly 175 cases should have taken practically zero time on a bottling line. But because the bottles are as large as they are, and because the grippers on the bottling line kept failing, it took a lot longer than it ought to have. And it's just, it's one of those things. You, you, you build marketing schedules and sales schedules and new release schedules around uh, a historical time in the year that you release a wine like the premiere in May, general uh, release time for, for that particular wine. And you gear your 
energy and your personnel and your resources and your time and your money toward the release of that wine. And when it doesn't happen, not only is it, um, not only is it, uh, you know, sort of, of, of a situation where money goes out the door without any return, you have zero return for that also. And you kind of build, especially with small wineries like ours, we build our, you know, calendar around, um, giving wines, giving world-class wines to our club members in a way that makes sense for them financially and otherwise. And when parts don't work and parts can't be ordered and parts aren't installed and things don't work the way they're supposed to work, all of the great intentions that we might have as winemakers who are uh, obliged to and compelled to make wines that communicate a, a sense of wonder and a sense of deliciousness and a sense of community to our f wine drinking fans, it's a really, it's a rough go. We want folks to have our wines to drink. We believe in them. We believe that they ought to be drunk. And when they cannot be drunk for the most mundane of reasons, it's frustrating as fuck. Excuse me, French. We think that the wines, the five of them that we wanted to bottle earlier this week will finally be bottled by the end of the week. And we will go on our way assuaging those who have been waiting for wines and expecting wines and that sort of thing and assuaging the bankers and assuaging the credit card companies and, and everybody else um, while we are getting these things finally out to market. Some things should be simpler. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe nothing should be simple. Maybe if the goal is to produce something that is beautiful and something that transforms lives and something that changes and saves lives, nothing should be simple. The goal is dramatic and the goal is big. And perhaps the effort to get to that, the pushing of the rock up the hill is such that one ought to expect all of these little transgressions, all these little diversions on the way to trying to create something magical. If that is the case, I am converted. I, I will be looking for all of the possible things that can go wrong next time. Hoping with uh, the hope of the innocent and the hope of the naive and the hope of the optimist that those things don't happen. And that when we say we're going to release the premiere in May, we actually release it in May. Anyway, I'm Stephen Mirasu of Stephen Kent Winery, the Lineage Wine Collection. I hope you're enjoying this kind of content. It really is about uh, um, trying to communicate what the real life of the wine business is all about. That's what this is. This The Wine Saves Lives podcast is about trying to open the cellar door on the wine business, trying to open the cellar door on what it means to be a creator, what it means to be out in the vineyard and out in, in the cellar making something that is ineffable, something that is transitory, something that is historically, culturally, scientifically, politically important, gastronomically important, 
organoleptically important and do it in such a way that you find interesting. I hope we are succeeding. I am a winemaker and a writer by trade and everything we do here is to bring you closer to more understanding about what it means to be immersed in wine. And if you feel like, you know, that's worth something, I would love for you to become a subscriber of my Substack. And you can do that at winesaveslives.substack.com. We have monthly subscriptions and annual subscriptions. Small amount of money for what I hope is compelling content, certainly original. Not many other people running around there uh, or... I should say ambling around their office with a microphone in their hand trying to convey something that's important while their dogs are uh, looking up at me with anime eyes waiting for dinner. Again, hope, hope you're having a good day. I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks very much.